This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Welcome into The Drive with A.D. and Raf. Former Husker football national champion, speaker, and author, Aaron Davis. Nebraska will win the national championship. The Cornhuskers beat Miami. It is history, 13-0, and bring that trophy back to Lincoln. Former Arena Football League quarterback, former head coach of the Capital City Crush, and guru of Husker football history, Chris Rath. 25 straight wins for the Cornhuskers. One of the most dominating stretches in college football history. We may have seen one of the best teams in the history of college football tonight. Brought to you by Sand Hills Global on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. All right, everybody, we are back again. This is The Drive on 93.7 The Ticket. It is Thursday, two sleeps away from Nebraska football in Boulder. But like Dave from Renew said, if you stay up all night one night, then you're only one sleep away. So it just depends what kind of lifestyle you're living these days. I mean, you know what, Nick? Every time it gets close to Nebraska football season and RAF and when my kids were little, <clears throat> I would sing to them. Go big red, oh 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 go big red. Nick, I want you to run down the hallways of DIA. Boxers only, and I want you to yell, "Go big red!" <laughs> <laughs> See, that that I, second part is I, very I, important. <laughs> it's going to be imperative that you do that. There's a, probably a 99 percent chance you will not be at the game because you'll be in jail. <laughs> Nick is joining us from That's the. the he, he joined us from from Boulder County <laughs> Incarceration, <laughs> the DIA Airport Jail. Yeah. <laughs> I dropped your name and it put me in here. What is going on? <laughs> oh, no. Rav told you they had a pillow former somewhere. I didn't say where. He's one of our frequent visitors. It's a ro- hey, based on that song, it's a room made out of pillows. <laughs> Brian T says that's the creepiest bedtime song ever. Hey, hey. Brian T said that's the creepiest bedtime song ever. Hey, that's why I went to sleep. Did it, <laughs> did it take you a while to come yeah, up with crazy. the words? Yeah. That's, that's why your kids always have nightmares. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I see why she went to study abroad. <laughs> my, my kids. <laughs> now I was like, I'm out. <laughs> she was like, I, I need to get away from this song. <laughs> He calls them oh, up while they're in college. They, they, oh, <laughs> they hated the night night song though. That would always say it was time to want to say 
I would say, A.D. and Keenan to Anaya. It's time to. I would go, night, night. They were like, I hate that song. I would go, night, night. I would like, night, night. No, 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 night. I think Keenan said that. There was time about three years ago. Don't judge me. I heard that song after I came home one night. I'm like, yeah, that wasn't the song. That was probably what you were partaking in. <laughs> that you have a time to go, night, night. Time to go, night, night. <laughs> Nick, <laughs> Nick, we hope we can put somebody else in night night. Nick, night 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 night. <laughs> Nick, what's okay? We we we've talked, you know, um, on you guys' show. In fact, you guys had a great show yesterday. By the way, having the uh, the guy that came in, the voice of the Buffaloes, mm-hmm. thought that was a great uh, interview. So kudos to you and Nick on that, Rico. Nick, Rico, both. We just both. lost Nick, by the way. We so. just lost Nick. Yeah. He'll be okay, back. He'll be back. Rico, Raf, you guys. You know, here we are. We've we've talked about this game, you know, an, all week, and it because it's Colorado week is why. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, we've heard a lot of the pundits and talking heads from around the country, locally, et cetera. Good input, Rico. We talked about defense yesterday. <clears throat> from an offensive perspective, what mm-hmm. does Nebraska have to do on the offensive side of yeah. things? I talked about this with uh, Steve Taylor yesterday. Yep, great on, show uh, yesterday, on, by the way. On that show, rapping with Rico and All-American quarterback Steve Taylor. Wednesdays from 12 to 1. Um, <laughs> quick plug. Good um, and I-, I was mentioning how maybe Nebraska needs to play that clock control, keep the ball away from Colorado, and just, you know, run the ball and, mm-hmm. and you know, three yards in a cloud of dust football. He mentioned he doesn't think that they're quite to that level where they can actually hold on to the ball for that long in order to keep it out of Colorado's hands. Plus, when Colorado does get the ball, they're more than likely, if uh, that TCU game is, is any indication, going to score whenever they have it. So Nebraska's going to need to put the ball in the end zone. To me, I mean, on the offensive side of things, Jeff Sims is going to be imperative, but I think you need to use those three, four running backs that you have and try to tire Colorado out. Try and try and pound the rock at them until they start getting tired and then do what Matt Rule said he wants his team to do and be great in the fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. Just keep going at them and, and get them gassed by the time the fourth quarter comes around because if Travis Hunter's playing both ways and he's playing at, at that high of a level, I don't think you're going to throw his way, especially, you know, Jeff Sims throwing three picks against Minnesota. But if you can run at him and, you know, run into him and, and tire him out with that kind of brand of football and make him tackle, I think you might have a, a pretty good shot. Mm-hmm. Just be physical. That's really yeah, all. You just I, have, I, now, Nebraska just has to be physical with Colorado. Right. Right. Because regardless of how much speed and athleticism they have, which is a lot, mm-hmm. based on what sh- what's come out of Pac-12 before the season started, is they're they're kind of small in the trenches. They're again they're athletic, they're quick. It's not like they're bad football players, but they are a little bit smaller than some yeah. other teams that they're going to be facing. And I think Nebraska needs to use that Big Ten size that they've been you know touting themselves as having mm-hmm. now, and and be physical with Colorado, beat them up a little bit. Rico, spot on. Nick, what, what's what? Are you, what's your thoughts on it, man? Offensively, what does Nebraska have to do? Man, I, so I, I was actually thinking about this a little bit earlier uh, um, because I read an article from the uh, Denver Post about the, the game on, on Saturday. Guys, I think something that's not being talked about, we, we, talk, we, we speak about how Nebraska is going to run this ball, run the ball, and they need to run the ball. Um, and that's how, you know, play this time management game, which is absolutely valid and true. And I am on board with that. But you still got to have complimentary football. And a big part that I'm concerned about 
going into Saturday is who are they going to throw the ball to? It's not even, it's not even at this point, it's more who's going to be able to get themselves open because we forget that Isaiah Garcia Castaneda is out with a torn ACL after last Thursday's game. Mm -hmm. And outside of Marcus Washington, nobody really stepped up last week. And you can even say Marcus Washington at times was non-existent in the play uh, last Thursday. Nate Borgature, one catch. Thomas Fedoni, no catches. Heinrich Harburg, one catch. Mm-hmm. Alex Bullock had a touchdown catch on uh, on the on the weird trick play that surprisingly worked that was really, really ugly. Like at the time, uh, like I'm, I'm sitting here going, who's Nebraska going to throw to? Because it's not even a, a situation of, all right, yeah, run the ball, run the ball, run the ball, and then have a traditional play-action game where the tight end is involved. Because we don't know if, number one, the tight ends are going to be able to get open, or number two, if Jeff Sims is going to be able to deliver that ball. So it's hard to play this complimentary football that's so necessary in these big-time games when you don't really know who's going to be you know, accessible and available and, and willing to get themselves open. Billy Kemp, non-existent last Thursday, and, and we – all expected him to be a major player in this offense. Here's you know what Nick. Here's here's what I'm going to say before Raph we go to you. When it comes to Kemp, was Kemp not open, or did Sims not get him the ball? I think there's both. I think there's both. I think I think it's um, an argument to say both. Falls on the yeah. coaching staff at times. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I think I think I think coaching staff it falls on a little bit too. You got to figure out ways to get your playmakers the ball. Yeah. You figure out ways to get your playmakers the ball, and if you do that, then you're going to be able to put yourselves in a position to maybe be successful. I mean, that yep. first interception that that Sims threw he was he was targeting Kemp. Mm-hmm. He overthrew him. He he if he puts that ball a little bit lower, I mean, I don't know if he holds onto it because he's probably going to get lit up, but at least the ball's hitting him in the hands. Other than that, I, I don't know how many times he was targeted. Maybe I think it was like four times. He or was targeted along those four lines. times, and I watched that game, uh, parts of that game again. There were times that Kemp was open in that game, and Kemp got yeah. kind of, ri- I can't say ridiculed. People like well, he couldn't get, he couldn't shake him off. Yeah. Well, no, there were times he was open. He just didn't get the ball. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and then, then and on, that, on that standpoint, you could look at Sims. Uh, yeah. Sim, from Sim Sims' point, he didn't, there were times in the pocket he didn't have time, so he had to run. So you can go to the line. So it, all these things are systematic. Of it, it's not just one thing. There's a number of things, oh, yeah. number of breakdowns that go down that happen that transpired to where Kemp did not get the ball. Yep. Raph, what, what, what are your thoughts offensively, man? Oh, I revert back to the physicality of it. Not and not just you know your offensive line, defensive line physicality, but he, your receivers. Like, yeah, I know we're like we're not sitting maybe deep in the re, this receiving room from like big plays and stuff like that. But if those receivers, you realize you got Travis Hunter out there playing defensive back and you're running the ball and you can be physical with him, you know, get some blocks on him, mm-hmm. make him know he's in a football game. That's going to fatigue him also. So, you know, you've got it. You've just, you've got to just impose, impose yourself. You've got to let, you've got to let Colorado know that you're there. You're there to play football and be physical. The more hits they take, then that's going to let them know that, hey, Nebraska means business. But if you get out there and, and you get in like a, a run and gun back and forth with Colorado, I don't think the results will be good for will be good for Nebraska. You've got to you've got to use the clock to your advantage. I, I understand Steve saying Nebraska might not be good enough to, you know, keep possess the ball and run the ball, but you definitely can get a running game going by being physical 
it might not be pretty like we talked about last week. Sometimes you just got to take your medicine and punt the ball, switch the field position. But if you have a drive or say you waste like or not waste, but say you you use four minutes of the clock of a quarter mm-hmm. and you have Colorado where they're not running, where they're not running up and down the field. And all of a sudden you roll into the third quarter, late third quarter, and they've only scored like maybe only 17 points. Then they're going to start being like, oh, my gosh, we got to we got to get those points. And then they're going to start pressing because they're going to want to score because that's all they've been talked about throughout the entire country this week is mm. how explosive their offense is, how Shadur Sanders is the greatest quarterback ever, how their receivers how each had 100 yards receiving. They get to the late third quarter and they're in a game, they're going to start to press because they're going to want to, they're going to, want to show everyone that, hey, we are that explosive offense. And when you get an offensive team like that starting to press, that's when they make their mistakes. Yeah. You know what, guys? There's an old uh, comic strip guy named his name was Pogo, and he says we identify the enemy, and the enemy is us. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over thirty thousand mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over six hundred dollars each week. You can also save up to one dollar off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We identify the enemy, and the enemy is us. This is not just this year. Obviously, it's a new page, uh, it's a new book uh, under Coach Rule, but we've seen the same ending, you know, close to the fourth quarter, close in the fourth quarter, close in the last two minutes and lose. We have identified the enemy, and the enemy is us. Nebraska offensively, if they don't beat themselves, they have a chance. That's my biggest thing. Yep. If they don't beat themselves, because think about this, guys, and I, I know I'm going back here a little bit, but I think for the uh, in, in, in order to get current perspective where we're at today, you have to look back and see how this started. Some of these guys still have that, uh, here we go in their head, because mm-hmm. they've seen this movie so many times. It almost becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy if you're not careful. Hence why ruling company have to do a very good job of not only coaching, but also being psychologists and maybe even uh, um, um, being exorcists at the same time. You have to exercise those demons and say, guys, your mistakes are not who you are. Mm-hmm. Because if you begin to identify with your mistakes, you've already written the book. You're, you're going to find a way to sabotage it. So they have to become exorcists as well and get back with that. But the reality is this, guys. They have to stop shooting themselves in the foot. And I'm going to I'm going to say, Raph, I'm going to agree with you. And, and I'm, I'm not sure what Steve said. We're not that team yet. We don't know what type of team we are yet. Yeah, true that. That's why I couldn't call last week. And quite honestly, I can't call this game. I can't mm-hmm. call a single game on our schedule. I don't know this team. They don't even know themselves yet. Yeah, you know, so they're trying to figure out where where their strengths are. Now that not now part of that too, because you know, an old school DP and uh, uh, the Hall of Famer Jay go back and forth all the same. Is it coaching <laughs> or is it the players? And I think it's a combination of both. Both have the care they're in the bargain. The players have to not shoot themselves in the foot on the field. Mm-hmm. Okay, coaches have to call plays to give them a chance to get the playmakers. Even if even if it's a four yard game for Kemp, get him lathered up. Get him in the flow of the game to where he's just not some island out there by himself. Because if we become one-dimensional to where we're just going to be dropping back, Hunter's going to be hunting. You can rest assured that. Isolate those guys. And my thing is this. How do we know we don't have a running game yet? We have not committed to one yet. Your number one running back had seven carries. Seven. And only two in the first half. Two. Her game had two carries in two quarters. Nebraska had 59 plays total. 
and 38 of them yeah. were from Jeff Sims, 19 running and 19 passing. I understand yeah. he's the quarterback, the ball's in his hands all the time, but 38 of yeah. 59 plays were in the hands of the legs of Jeff Sims. Yeah. And I'm going to tell you this right now, to, Rico. I also want to see a fullback in a toss sweep. So, I mean, they might not gain any yards, but at least you have your fullback leading out on a defensive back. Maybe it's Travis Hunter, you know. I don't know how much you're going to see Nebraska go outside with runs because, like I said, Colorado's fast. Yeah. They're going to they're going to swarm to the ball. And like you said, we don't know who either of these teams are. Maybe they do have a really bad defense and a really good offense, or maybe TCU had a really bad defense and and Colorado's offense just took advantage of that. Maybe Minnesota's uh, defense is actually going to be really good this season, and Nebraska's offense just went up against a solid defense, and they actually have a, a good offense, but it just didn't work. Like That's the thing, mm-hmm. is it's one week. It's Everything, one game. Exactly. We have no idea who we don't these know. teams are, especially Colorado and Nebraska, because, again, new coaching staffs, a whole bunch, bunch of new players, mm-hmm. new play calls, new everything for both of these teams. We don't know what either of these teams are. We could say we we kind of know what TCU is because of the one year of Sonny Dykes and his coaching staff and what they did, but at the same time, and this isn't to take away from anything that Colorado did or, or that TCU has going for them, only three returners on the defense. Yes, a lot of those players played mm-hmm. last yep. season for TCU, but they also you know, have a pretty new-ish roster in terms of right. starters. Yep. Right. So there's that. They have that going for them. Minnesota, a new starting quarterback for the first time in what seems like 12 years after Tanner Morgan. They were missing their best player on defense. Uh, they were missing their best wide receiver. Like All of these things you have to take into account – and what it all boils down to is we have no idea Mm-mm. what Nebraska and Colorado actually have to offer. Right. Yep. We don't, and I would say uh, unknown texture, uh, 773, uh, the lack of creativity on play calling. You know, we, we definitely agree with you on that. I think Raf and uh, uh, Nick both brought that up, and Rico, you did as well. Uh, show some creativity, but stay within your, uh, your ability as well. Yeah. Um, and I would say this, fellas. I mean, of course, there's pressure on us, but Colorado is the one that has all the pressure. The, the, yeah. the, the nation seen Colorado last year. Yeah. All right, all eyes were on you know that game. You look, at, you look at our ticket prices to see, you know how, what this game is going to be about. So the pressure is on them as well. So oh, yeah. if we just come in and like I said, I'm not, I'm not trying to simplify it, but it really is. I think we complicate football sometimes. Play within their strengths. Yep. Mm-hmm. You know, and it sounds so simple, but football is not. It's 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 Easy. It's simple, but it's not easy. I'll say that. Football is a very simple sport, but it's not easy. But uh, in order for us, in my opinion, uh, to find out who we are, this is a great gauge for it. Um, because, like I said, you're going to a very hostile environment. It's mm-hmm. going to be insane. Nebraska, if they just play – if like I said, my biggest thing, just don't hit, hurt yourself, yeah. man. Mm-hmm. And let them know they're in a football game. That's you got to be physical. Let Colorado you absolutely know have to be that physical. you're in a football game. If you get in a running match with them – it's not good. It will not be good for Nebraska if they get in run, to a run. shootout. It won't be good. No. But if they let Colorado know they're in a game and you know they're making blocks downfield, either you know staying within the rules, of course, but get, you know making sure that when you're tackling, you're gang tackling. Let those let those guys know that hey, you're in a game. But mm-hmm. Harold Spears has got a good point here too. He goes, I, I formation with the fullbacks leading the way up the middle. And Harold, here's why I like your point. Who are I was watching this too. Colorado's linebackers yeah. make them work. Again, yeah. they have speed. They got yeah. speed, so make them work. Hit them. Yeah. That's the thing about this team. I, I took my whole thing is this with this game. 
be physical. Yep. You absolutely must be physical. Make those linebackers work. Make them come up. Make them bite and, uh, bite on plays when they see an ISO or they see a a, a trap or something of that nature. Yep. Make them work. What you got to yep. do is you got to test Colorado's depth. You have to exactly. And don't and don't run away from your DNA. You know, I, I've kind of just came to the conclusion now. When you think about Nebraska football, you think you think about tough, strong nosed, hard nosed running game, and it feels like for the last twenty years we've been running away from that, trying to get away from it. Mm-hmm. Go with what go with what your DNA is. I mean, I just I feel like sometimes it's like, well, it's not cool to run the ball or whatever, but it's like go back to what you are, go back to what you do. You know, get a fullback in there. That Lieben Tritt, you know, mm-hmm. they come up in the press conference and I just all I like to do is hit people. Okay. Well you've got put him in there. Let him hit somebody. Let him hit. Yeah. Let him hit. Let Colorado know that they're that they're in a football game. Mm-hmm. And it just I it just annoys me that we we, I feel like we run away. We, we talk a big game that, oh, we're going to be the most physical team in the nation, and then we go out on the field, and it's like – We're tiptoeing. That's not what we saw, what we heard. So I, I say get physical. The more, the more you can hit Colorado, the more you let them know in the game, the more you're going to see, you're, you're going to see breakdowns from Colorado because they're just – they won't be used to it. Here's – and, Ref, you're exactly right. They've not been punched in the mouth. Um, who who – who, and granted, we, we, we talked about this. Who did Nebraska used to be? What were we known for? Running the ball. Power Defense football. And, running. and on both sides of the ball, what were we? Physical. Always yeah. physical. So, therefore, they knew. It's just kind of <laughs> like, we, we, they are who we thought they were. Yep. Yeah. God rest his soul. You knew what you were going to get. Exactly. And you still, that's that's the thing. If you go, that's a mindset. Yeah, I I don't care if you're, you know, you don't have to trick anybody. You don't have to, you don't have to try and outsmart anybody. Because if you run something really well, keep going with it. If they know what you're going to run and and they still can't stop it. Raf just said that literally, we were talking, was that yesterday or two days ago? It's Raph the best. Literally just said that. Like there's so many, there are so many teams that have plays where even the fans know. This guy's going to get it. This is what he's going to do. The defense knows. And you know what? They run it so well that even though you know, you still can't stop it. And what separates that, Rico, is want to and physicality. That that is demoralizing to win. And it's magical, too. It helps your passing game because I guarantee you he won't be throwing into triple coverage any because they won't be able to triple coverage people because they'll you know why? Backers start cheating up. Come up to the run. Corners start coming up. They start seeing play it's action. Foot, it's you, football. It is. Now here's the thing about it, folks. This is why I, I, I when people are talking about why is T.O. there? Because the guy was a freaking wizard when it came to being physical. If you go back and let's 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 throw, let's throw the nineties out. Let's throw Nebraska football at it from the past. You look at any good college, high school pro team. You look okay, put it this way, man. You look at your Patriots under those glory years. There were times where they knew exactly that, you know, Dylan was going to get the ball, and they were going, Corey Dylan was going to run the ball right down your throat. Mm-hmm. And that's what they did. You look at Alabama, you know, during their heydays. You knew you are going to have, jeez, how many? Ingram, Henry, what's the other backs they got out? I mean, they're Richardson. like Richardson. Richardson. You're like, you know what? They're going to pound the ball on us and make us like it. I can go team from team from team. You look at Reggie Bush and all those days when they had Thunder and Lightning. Well, they were called Thunder and Lightning for a reason. They were running the ball right at you. Well, look at Georgia last year. Georgia. They would pound the ball. And there was a reason why that big tight end was always open because there came to a point they're like, oh, man, we're going to get run on again. He's Little blocking. Play action. He's blocking. He He's blocks blocking. him for half a second, half a second, Sight. release, gone. gone. But, it's, but, but it's set up because of the run. 
You can the pass is always open when you have a running game. Yep. And you, you know what? Here's the thing about it. Whew. If you're Satterfield, you have to be okay with being boring. What right. do I mean by that? Two yards here, four yards here. And you know what? Two and four yards a pop Six is yards. not boring football. That's successful football. That's strategic football. Be okay with getting four yards here, three yards here. And then you minimize third and tens become third and threes, et cetera. So if we can minimize those things, I like our chances. But, again, I'm, I'm still finding out who this team is, who their identity is, what they're made of. You know what I'm saying? And I don't think you find that out about anybody um, in the first game. So we'll see what happens, and the man. De- and the defense will thank you, too, because they're going to be like, hey, we get a little bit of a rest on the sidelines. It's, yeah. kinda, it's a totally different sport, but what you said about not overcomplicating things. Uh, Creighton's coach yesterday, last night, they dropped the first two sets pretty, you know, badly. Um, she says they went into the, the locker room and they were hyper-focused on all of these things about Nebraska, and she pretty much, in more words, said, forget all that, Yeah, go out and play volleyball. There you go. And what they do, they won the third set. There you go. Don't just overcomplicate go it. That's yeah. right, just go play. Don't overcomplicate things. Exactly. Folks, we're going to take a break. Before we go, A.A. Hey, hey, Ron, you're exactly right. Those announcers, each of the past years, trying to say something something positive about Nebraska, losing those one, those just nail-biters at the end. They're, like, they're always in it. They're always in it. You know, so... Aaron, you're spot on. Folks, going to take a break, come back, talk a little more Huskers, and also the NFL schedule rolling out starts tonight. Detroit going to be visiting Arrowhead Stadium in KC. We'll be right back. The ticket. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.